1: And I want to thank the folks at uh, Ralph's Italian Ice who have reached out saying I was right. They were out of pine cups, thus the court cups. They're going to swing by tomorrow and say hi to us. So look forward to meeting those guys. But more importantly, for those of you listening, Daniel Jones is a giant, uh, four-year contract. Saquon Barkley, probably not thrilled today from a standpoint of being franchised at just over $10 million now. The rub on that is the Giants now have plenty of time to restructure the contract of Saquon Barkley as they move forward through the draft and free agency. But Saquon Barkley is a New York Giant, and that's a good thing. It's less of a hindrance to have to deal with a tag on a running back than a tag on a quarterback. So Saquon's probably not happy. Saquon Barkley wants a think, long-term deal. You think he regrets uh, turning down the multi-year contract they offered him at 12 and a half? No, because I think he's still going to get it if he wants it. Or he could potentially get more. That's why I always say. Uh, you always take the player in these things because the players get screwed. The it, team it never does. Especially at this position. Yep. Like, how many more paydays does Saquon Barkley have left? I mean, he may not have another he one. He may not. And I hate this because it's you look back to and go, How much money did he turn down? He might have turned down... You know, $30, $40 million? He may have, but I. it sucks to say this. I think the Giants are better off just tagging him and say, go have another big By billion. the way, it is a smart business decision, and that's what it is. It's business that's not personal. They right. love Saquon Barkley. The thing. only perk to signing him to a long-term deal is that you can bring that number down a little bit. Yep. But again, that number's not that high to begin with because the tag number on a running back is a little over $10 million. Right. Josh Jacobs got tagged. He was the best running back in football last year statistically. Uh, Tony Pollard, who broke his ankle... Uh, who's was the lead back, obviously, for the Cowboys now, he got tagged, $10 million. The Giants offered Saquon about $12.5 million per year. I don't know what was guaranteed or the length of it, mm-hmm. but we know that it was an average of 12 per year. Now, the highest-paid running backs in football are making 15 Yeah. You know, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara might not even play this year, Because he's been indicted uh, on dropping that guy in the elevator in Vegas uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's a a serious criminal charge. Joe Mixon may not play next year, Joe Mixon's going to be released by the Cincinnati Bengals. If you don't know that story, at about 2.30 this morning, uh, the story came down that there was either, I've seen two reports, a 13-year-old or a 17-year-old, but a teenage boy was running through uh, Joe Mixon's backyard with a Nerf gun, playing Nerf with his buddies, I guess. And Joe Mixon saw the kid running across his property and allegedly went out back with a loaded weapon and emptied it. Mm. Eleven shots rang into the night. And the boy, as far as we know, the last I saw, did go to the hospital for minor injuries, so I don't believe he was shot. But the fact is, Joe Mixon, who um, was absolved of allegations right before the playoffs started of a domestic violence situation, as you know, in college... Uh, dropped a woman uh, with like a right cross uh, in a bar situation when he was in college, and now uh, loaded weapon, pulled the trigger apparently 11 times uh, towards a teenage boy. Mm. He's gone. He's gone because, and, and this is a big part of it, because he's replaceable. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you make decisions on is that guy replaceable or not? We don't want to deal with the bad PR. Right. Is he worth having here knowing right. that any night you're going to get wake up to a phone call that he did something else stupid?
0: And I mean, answer, that's our that's our reality. And
1: the answer is no. He's not worth it. But in terms of Saquon Barkley and the amount of money he can get, yeah, he could get a little bit more. I'm sure the Giants and Saquon will continue negotiating because it benefits both parties in ways to get a long-term deal done. But unlike the Jones situation, this is the one where if I'm the Giants, getting a long-term deal, yeah, it'd be nice. It ain't the end of the world. Sure, it brings the cap number down, but you keep him kind of on that free agent year motivation. Go have another big year. Go have another monster year, Saquon. Yeah, I don't know that – I don't know that – I don't know if motivation works that way. I totally respect what you're saying uh, because of the position. You know, there's actually like those guys are, are going to be capped at what they make because you're talking about the top guys in the league make 15 million bucks. Now he's at 10. I'm sure he's pissed today. But to be fair, you know, the Giants offered him for a guy off a major injury who wasn't right for a year and a half, to be fair. The New York Giants offering him 12 and a half during the bye week. That's not an insulting offer. It's not insulting, but you can understand why Barkley, coming off the year he's coming off of, Thought, looking at right. other contracts, saying, wait a second, I rushed for 1,300 yards, yeah. I rushed for 10 touchdowns, and oh, by the way, I was your leading receiver. Yeah, no, I, no, was. I agree. I, know. I am your entire offense, pay me more. Meanwhile, and, yeah. you're paying the quarterback who threw 15 touchdown passes right. $40 million a year. Quarterback league, you know, and it's just not right, but that's the way it goes. But I agree with you, like, you know, when you play running back especially, I could probably make that uh, argument for safeties or middle linebackers, like the most violent positions, you know, in the sport. Man, when, when you have a, a certain number guaranteed in front of you, and I know, listen, I said the same thing about Aaron Judge, different sport, and I was dead wrong. He got an extra $100 million for betting on himself, and I respect the fact that I would have taken the initial deal and cost myself that kind of money, sure. But, man, a football... There's a certain number where I think you take it. I think you will at some point, though. Don't you like? Yeah, yeah and, but, and I don't want to listen. I respect it's you. It's a 26 year old kid. You think you got another 10 years ahead of you? But that's where I also think sometimes you got to have adults in the room to say, "Listen, you know, you're making multi million dollar decisions as a kid, not, really? Not yet, though, because it's March. Not 7th. yet. That, like he's going to probably get a, or will oh, you, a finally you mean accept a long term deal few months is what we're right. saying. Like, yeah. there's a All deadline right. for franchise players on when they can sign a long term deal it's in a few months. If we get to that date and he doesn't sign a long term deal your spiel I totally get it it's right yeah. on. But he hasn't made a final decision it's more negotiation. Yeah, neither have the Giants like I imagine listen I know for a fact as you guys do the Giants love him. They love him. He's everything right about professional athletes today in the manner which he plays and practices and his community stuff. Just a great kid all around. You want that kid to be happy. You want that kid to be a lifelong giant. But this is the business side of it. You know one thing I'm fascinated by, and I don't know if you're as interested as I am. When I go to these games, I love doing the jersey test. I love seeing. What is the jersey test? Are the the fans wearing? Yeah. What are they wearing? Yeah. Like, I did it at the Knick game last week, and I did it with the Nets the other night. I was fascinated. What jerseys are people wearing? Do you, like, take notes on that? What are you doing? Mental notes. Mental notes. I'm not writing it down. But I'm curious. Like, when you go to Madison Square Garden, I bet you don't know the answer. What's the most popular jersey worn at Madison Square Garden? When you go to Barclays Center, what's the most popular jersey worn at Barclays Center? Believe it or not, the answer in Brooklyn is still Kevin Durant. By a lot. (laughs) By a lot. When you go to the Garden, and I I don't know if you noticed this, Luke, when we went. Dude, what a mix. There are Ewings. There are Houstons. There are a ton of Mellows. There's a few Randalls, Not a lot. There's a few Brunsons. The Knicks have the most diverse jersey test you'll ever see. The Jet jersey test, diverse. Curtis Martin, Thoreau Rivas, Nick Mangold, Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow. Now you're starting to see Sauce Gardner. When you watch the Giants, it's a blowout. It's a blowout. Saquon. Besides Eli from Legacy, it's Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I get he that. dominates the because jersey if test. you remember... Touched by the hand of God. Touched by the hand of God. Been Touched here for it. a few years. The only other team that has domination with the jersey test, like yeah. Saquon Barkley, is probably the Yankees with Aaron Judge, of modern Yankees. Uh, as far as active players. But even if you go to Yankee Stadium, it's still going to be judged by a lot. It is, is. You're not going to see the, a lot of... <laughs> you find who's the, funny? Who's the active jet? No, it's all, The active jet? Yeah. Believe it or not, it's probably Sauce. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think he went up that yeah, list real quick. Yeah, you're probably right. But if you did the jet test, which I did when I went there for the Jacksonville game, it was probably Revis, and he hasn't played for the Jets in a long time. Bad news, by the way. No. Uh, Megan Kelly wants me on to discuss uh, the Super Bowl on Monday, February thirteenth. What? Yeah. Is of ne- this a- of next year? No, no. <laughs> oh, of oh, oh, this year. Yeah, I just got yeah. it It's going to be tough to do that. If I don't check it. I have Instagram, but I, if my daughter runs it for me, I don't check it. Are so you, she goes, Daddy, Megan Kelly wants you on. I'm like, all right, send me. Yeah, where is it? Are you the least bit curious yeah. who they ended up putting on to talk Super Bowl? Well, or? she wanted me on from 12 to for an hour. From like 12 to 12.50. Right. uh, To talk Super Bowl, cultural headlines that follow it. Cultural headlines? Yeah, commercials, Rihanna's halftime performance. So, you know, the day after the Super Bowl, they wanted me to be on to do a 50-minute interview. Uh, And I could do it via Zoom if I wanted to. Wow, you know who she ended up having on instead? Who's that? Cody Decker. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) That would never happen. (laughs) I'm the only guy that employs Cody. (laughs) Although oh, Cody does a show with uh, your boy Steve Phillips now on uh, Sirius or something. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steve Phillips has been at Sirius for a while. Good yeah, he's got high ratings on ESPN radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the two of them listen to each other. <laughs> That's how that works, yeah. Here's uh, Alex and Franklin Lakes on the fan. Alex, what's going on, Cookie? Hello. What's up, buddy? Hey, Craig, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you caught
2: this morning. Yeah. Sorry I tuned in kind of late with mm-hmm. Geo's little meltdown, man. But I'm a little concerned about him. I mean, yeah. is, is it like, you know, listen, you're doing this kind of job. You're going to get callers that are going to come in, call in. They're going to say things. I mean, you got to yeah. have tough skin at times. I mean, yeah. Boomer had to get up and leave the room. I
1: mean, what's your what's your thought on that? Man? I mean, what uh, would first off, I would, evan, I would prefer to ex- talk ex- about the Giants getting Daniel Jones. But since you called and brought it up, I suppose uh, I will address it because you're a caller. or anyone else. You have the right to have your questions answered. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, first off, yes, uh, I was concerned for Gio because he had a meltdown this morning and uh, he had uh, you know something happen. And he's been somewhat public about his issues with mental health that you have to be respectful of. But uh, he, uh, you know, he blew his lid today. And I'm sure looking back on it, he's probably, I don't know, embarrassed about it, but probably wishes if he could go back in time, he would do it again. Uh, as many of us have done in this position, when you look back on a segment that you overreacted to, uh, I'm concerned about their relationship because Boomer walked out of the studio during the meltdown. Right. And then yeah. Gio actually uh, was very critical of Boomer. You guys have that play that? Yeah, well, he can't handle James, it either. James. Quite frankly, he doesn't understand mental illness to save his life. That's a big problem. It's a big problem. Now, that's where I think if he looks back, he wishes that never happened because, yeah, it's probably not a fair assessment of where Boomer is with mental health at all. And I hope that they've repaired that from today. Uh, But, yeah, I'm aware of it. I heard it. I'm saddened by it because I'm concerned for Greg that he has issues with mental health. I'm glad that he's open about it and uh, was honest about it. I think that's a powerful thing. That's something that he should be very proud of. Uh, I'm concerned that he lost it in the manner he did. Uh, I've been there, though. I've had a moment or two like that in a 30-year career. I am concerned about their relationship off-air and on-air because that needs to be fixed. It's not good, and I don't think you should ever leave the studio. I think one of the things is you own this microphone in the room you sit in, and I think part of what comes with that is, you know, never getting up and never walking out. Unless you go to the bathroom at 6 o'clock. Uh, which I like to do <laughs> from time to time. That's the that. side of that. Yeah, it's weird. Like you know, my no, not issue with it because who might have an issue with it? I respect the fact that he's open up about mental health. You know, you know, calling listeners certain names that I just don't think should be used on the radio uh, isn't a good look. But again, I guarantee you, and I've not talked to Greg about it, but I am planning on calling him on the way home because I'm concerned for him as a colleague. That he had this moment today, but I I don't think you call listeners that word on the air. What word are you talking about? Dick. I don't think think you do that. You know, I think looking back, he would probably take that back is my gut. But again, I'm not very close to Greg as a friend, but as a colleague, I want the best for him. Are you going to check in on Boomer? He walked out. Yeah, listen, yeah, I'll, I'll call both of them. That's what i Look at you. Yeah. You're like the liaison around I think here. it was a, a regrettable moment for both of them this morning. Uh, but, you know, mental health is real. You know, the other stuff about women and uh, massage just a crab was stupid, in my opinion. But when a guy opens up about having mental health problems, sure, I think you have to be respectful of that. And I'm not saying Boomer wasn't respectful, He was probably uncomfortable with it, so he felt the best thing to do was leave the situation. I just don't think you ever leave the microphone, Mm. in my opinion. But I hope they're good. I hope Greg's good. And I hope they were able to speak to one another off air today. And I hope they do address it tomorrow on the show because what Greg said there, you know, was personal. That wasn't shtick. It wasn't a a bit. It wasn't an act. He has a problem with how Boomer handled him being open to us about his mental health issues. And I hope that those guys who've had a great run since Greg uh, replaced me back uh, in, well, I guess officially 2018, to be right? Yeah, uh, I guess the January of 2018. So a five-year run, which they're doing great in the ratings and have continued the success of that show. And Greg deserves a lot of credit for that. I hope that they do speak off the air. Because that was hard to listen to at the same time, hard to turn off. It was compelling. Mm. Uh, and I will never mock a guy for being open about having mental health issues. You know, the stuff about women I think was silly. Um, yeah. But that's my take on it. Okay, and you know. I felt for him. And I've talked to Greg before, you know, about mental health issues when I felt like, and who am I? But as a friend, as, as a colleague, when I heard him going down a bad road a year ago, I reached out and called him. So he knows he's got a guy. And again, we don't have a personal relationship. And we haven't since I've been back or even when he replaced me five years ago. But someone's got to reach out and let you know you could talk to me. And I do it. And um, listen, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent on this. I'm only alive today because I reached out to somebody. And that's tangible and real. And you don't have to have a personal relationship to be a, a caring human being and recognize that you've got a colleague or a coworker that's hurting. And what I heard this morning was a guy that's hurting and is in a bad place in the moment. I imagine when he got home, the love of his family got him out of that funk. Knock on wood, I hope that's accurate, but I heard a guy that's hurting, and I think someone should be there for him. I know the company is. I'm sure the company reached out to him, whether it's the architect or Spike. I guarantee they reached out to him, and I will, too, on the way home. So it's easy to laugh about it, mock him. I thought he overreacted to you know being called a Mary this morning or a girl or being soft and all that jazz. I think he totally overreacted to it, but I will never, ever take a shot at a guy who's open and honest about mental health. More power to them and more people that should share, you know, their feelings about it. That's all. Fair enough? Sure. Yeah. But I don't think I also don't think you should call listeners the D-word. I think that's out of bounds. Call them the douche if you want. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's your word. <laughs> we got that's the other D That's word. the only acceptable yeah. D word around here. Yeah, like just don't don't lose control of the power you have sitting behind the microphone. Like, don't call people A-holes and say the word where it's gotta get dumped. You know, be in control. Uh, And he lost control this morning, but I understand why. And I'm respectful of why. And I hope that he uh, talked to his therapist or whomever he goes to for guidance and counsel when he has those moments, which are unfortunately going to happen. So good for him that he was able to address it openly and honestly. And I'm proud of him for it. Here's Tommy in Morris Park on the fan. Tommy, what's good with you today, kid? Blue. Hey, what's up, Tommy? Blue 23. Gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're your coverage of the Daniel Jones signing was Nixon for Estonian. The only thing missing was you guys throwing banana cream pies at each other. And I guess Popeye Boyle, Popeye Boyle, becomes a giant folk hero. The only problem is Popeye Boyle doesn't really like football. His sports are rugby and cricket. And this, this signing is great. You know, it is. It's thing. everything
1: again. It doesn't make the Giants any closer to winning a Super Bowl. But it answers the two biggest questions you had it was after the, a great year. It was the best-case scenario. 100%. It was the best case. Coming into today, this was your best-case scenario. You got it. Congratulations. Right. And plus,
2: this is exactly the way they wanted it to play out. And They got room now with the cap because they signed Jones. And the thing is, with the bye week, with Barkley, they're trying to sign him during the bye week. He's... Barkley is going around trying to sign his own free agents during bye week. If you know what I mean, the
1: thing what? Is, 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 what? Uh, my man, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I think we all know what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. It took me a uh, few uh, seconds Craig. to register. Yeah, yeah. Right,
2: yeah, great. This is a, really from the heart. I want you to play Henry Kissinger with Boomer and and and, and Geo. Yeah. Geo needs help. You know, you're the one guy who could do it. Well, listen, this. I'm
1: I'm sh- I. I've known Boomer a very, very long time, and we've quite famously, you know, had our ups and downs. I would be shocked if they have not spoken to each other today at some point. I, and, and I'll find out because I'll call them on the way home tonight, uh, and it's really none of my business, but uh, I'm more concerned about Greg than I am about Boomer because I know Boomer's fine, right? I get that. Uh, but, yeah, I'll call them both. I don't think I need to be a peacemaker. I don't think they're at odds with each other. I just think, you know, Greg opened and up. And even for, if they are at odds at each other, it doesn't matter. I mean, Mike and Chris hated each other for yeah, years. Yeah, but listen, that, that like, yeah, you know, Boomer and I always used to say, and I think you would say this, too, in the two and a half years we've done the show. In ten years of sitting next to Boomer and he's sitting next to me, we never had a single crossword, not a single fight, not an argument, n- zero. For ten years, you and I, two and a half years, I don't think we've had a single no. argument fight or anything. Me neither would Joe. I understand. Yeah, and I would hate to come to work no, no, if it, I had that kind crack, of tension. I agree Ugh. with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I would probably immediately talk to you about it. But there are people that can do it, is my own. I point. can't. I'm not, I'm not one of them guys. I would. I I'm cannot. not either. No. Matter of fact, when I d- I've never gotten mad at Evan. But uh, I've been disappointed. <laughs> Disapp- <laughs> disappointed? Disappointed <laughs> is worse than mad. Well, I've been disappointed. Disappointed and- is worse. Today is one of those days. What'd I do? And I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to internalize it. And I'm going to go home and be fine about I'm it. I'm wearing your I'm a loser shirt. What could I, love I you for possibly it? have done today to cause your disappointment? Have you ever watched any of those Gold Rush shows on like uh, Nat Geo or A&E or History Channel? I actually have. Guys go digging in like the Bering Sea or like they buy yeah. like a plot of land. And two things on like that, if I may real quick. How come the machines always break? <laughs> Every episode, oh, we lost the water supply. Oh, gasket blew. Can we not make a machine that can dig? That's just my little side thing I understand. on that. So let's say, for example, you and I are a team as, are, as we are here. Okay. And I'm like, God, oh, I got the left flank. You go, I'll dig on the right flank. Okay. And you're digging away, digging away, and boom, you get a gold nugget. Now, you have a choice there, but we're a team. So whatever you find, half mine. Is this about the peanut butter? Yeah, damn right it is. Listen, I'm <laughs> eating ices. There's a giant yeah. peanut butter chunk and you floating in m- I ate it. And, and I, I do did. it again. You found what amounted to a golden nugget. Yes. Inside that chunk of peanut butter. Correct. About six ounces of pure peanut butter. Yes. And you didn't say, hey, Craigie, you want half? No. Hey, Craigie, you want a bite or a spoon? It, it was... You looked me dead in the eye, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You dick! <laughs> and you ate the entire piece of peanut butter! Yes? <laughs> if you found some kind of mint chip galore in your yeah. mint chip, were you going to hand it over to me? Yes! No, you weren't. That's what I would have done. You would have licked it all over the place so I wouldn't have wanted it. And let me tell you, I ate that peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was freaking awesome, and I'll do it again. And- oh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I made the guys beep because I don't think you should say that word on the radio. You're a <laughs> Oh, there it goes again. The one more. Thing, oh, we got one more. F-
0: my man. Pots the beautiful man. thing about the beef is it could be many words. Yeah, is it
1: <laughs> good? I just, I, I, can't. A good conscience play it or say it on the radio. I would never do that. No, you're, you're such a clean host. <laughs> you would never say uh, something. I'll, I'll do like Wag that. Wednesday every week, <laughs> but I ain't cursing on the radio, man. Uh here's Dave in Connecticut. Big D, what's going on, buddy? Hello, boy. Oh, hi. How are you? Hi. Good, how are you? Oh, fine. What's up? What are you wearing? Oh, hey. I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. An I'm answer. wearing a white T-shirt that shows off my man boobs, but <laughs> I have right. it covered by a sweatshirt <laughs> now. <laughs> He's being honest. I'm being honest. Right. So what,
2: what are the $35 million worth of incentives that go to Daniel Jones?
1: It's going to be uh, completion percentage, touchdowns, Pro Bowls, uh, MVP, MVP. Offensive player type stuff. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was I forget the name of the show. I apologize. I was watching TV this morning, and there was a, a basketball player by the name of Antoine Walker, and he was talking about yeah. the incentives he had in his deal. Yeah. Like, he would get $100,000 for being in the top 10 in scoring. And believe it or not, I, I couldn't believe long? he said this. Antoine Walker. Former and, uh, Celtic great. And I, I apologize. I forget the show. Antoine yeah. Walker says he <laughs> faked an injury <laughs> just yeah, so he wouldn't play 10 or 15 minutes minute, to minute, ruin minute. hold it, hold his average. Yes? Yes i'm sorry go ahead am i still on the show yeah yeah i was just talking to you what's up yeah so what's his been, what, what were his incentives so Wait, a, antoine ben? walker was on this really amazing show that airs on fs1 from 7 to 9 30 <laughs> yeah, in, in the morning watching too yeah i was watching also so, yeah oh, that's right i forgot no. so Ant- evan's right antoine walker told this great story today where he had a one hundred thousand dollar incentive in his contract if he finished the year top 10 in scoring average. So it's late in the year, their playoff spots locked up, and it, down the stretch, he knew full well that they were not going to play in full minutes because they wanted him to be healthy for the postseason. So one particular game, it must have been the last game of the year, he went yeah. to the coach and said, I can't play today, I hurt my ankle. The reality was that they were going to play him like 10 minutes or so, and he was right on the border of being 10th. And he thought that if he played 10 minutes, he couldn't possibly score enough points to maintain his spot in the top 10. And it would have cost him 100 grand. So he faked an injury to get a $100,000 bonus, which is a great story. It's an amazing story. And that's what he did. So just to answer the question, what are his incentives We'll see. We'll see what's specific in his contract, but it's obviously not that crazy. Geno Smith just signed a deal that's heavily incentivized. Here's what I'm surmising from the early details of this contract. He's getting $82 million in the first two years, fully guaranteed. It leads me to believe, and this is why I love the contract off the top. I love it for the Giants, that is. They haven't out after two years. I get the impression that they are making a two-year commitment to Jones. They're able to spread the number out, kind of dummy years at the back end, because of the signing bonuses, because of all these other things that are going to make the numbers reasonable. And it looks like they've got basically two more years to see what they got. And if things go badly, they've got a way to to get out, kind of like the Saints do with Derek Carr. And that, to me, was always... The perfect deal with him. Jones earned a right to come back. He earned a right, in my opinion, to let's see what he does with more talent. And if it works, great. You keep paying him. Rip up the contract, there's a new one. If things go bad, you get out. Yeah, and then once we get all the details and we'll see what the cap hit is, uh, then you can figure out uh, how much money they have to uh, give Saquon Barkley a multi-year deal. And here's what they basically did. I'm sure Saquon's upset about it, but my gut is that Joe Shane has already been in contact with uh, Saquon and his representatives saying, look, we, we are worth more than that to us. Mm-hmm. This gives us the freedom to take a breath and sit down with you, you know, after the draft, whenever it is, and work out a deal that we can afford via our cap issues. Uh, and that's good. Like, it's, I, I'd be very surprised if Saquon Barkley plays this year on this cap without having a new deal. That would surprise me. Yeah, I would agree with you. And by the way, just for, for clerical purposes, Saquon Barkley got the non-exclusive tag as well. So technically teams can negotiate okay. with him, but... Two first-round draft I, picks. I, I, I don't think we live in a world in which a team is giving up two first-round picks for Saquon Barkley. Uh, maybe, only if you're a really good team picking in the high 20s. The Buffalo Bills? Yep, that's exactly... you're Two know, number ones? But if listen, I think if you're Buffalo, that window... Is closing, like it is for any team, right? Right. And you got, you know, all these other young quarterbacks in the AFC. Boy, how much longer do I have with this current team and regime to really uh win the Super Bowl? Mahomes ain't going anywhere. Burrow ain't going anywhere. Lamar may go. Who knows, right? Boy, I might consider, if I think I'm going to be a team that's drafted 27th to 32nd for the next couple of years, I might be willing to make them that offer. Yeah. Now, they have decent running backs. Don't think they don't. Oh, is it Montgomery? Uh, is that his name? Or David Singletary? Montgomery. Is it Montgomery or Singletary? No, David Montgomery's in Chicago. Singletary, David's in Singletary, Singletary, me. Buffalo, Singletary yeah. Buffalo. So it not like they've got some, you know, weak ass running backs. But I just think if you put a Saquon Barkley on that team, that changes the entire dynamic of how badass that offense is. Yeah, but two is. number ones. I go back. I no one is giving but, up. Hey, by the way, you and I both said it's worth the Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 if you can win a Super Bowl. What I I find amazing is that Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive franchise tag as well, if you're just tuning in, which means anybody can negotiate with Lamar. They have to give up two number ones, which is certainly more reasonable for a quarterback. In fact, it's too little. But they can always match it. That's the caveat. They can always match it. There has only been two quarterbacks in the history of football who have gotten a non-exclusive franchise tag. It's only happened twice, the non-exclusive tag. You know who those two guys are? It's been a long time. The only two guys to get the exclusive tag. non exclusive tag a lot of guys have had Dakotti, Kirk Cousins, guys have. Okay. The non exclusive tag where teams can negotiate with this quarterback. It's only happened twice in the history of the NFL. And now it just happened twice this offseason? No, only once. I'm talking about quarterbacks oh, with the non exclusive tag. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tag. You want to know who the guys are? <laughs> it's funny because one of them is an all time great, and the other one, you're like, what? Go. Matt Castle got it in really? 2009, wow. and the other guy to get it was Drew Brees, and it, Drew Brees got it with the Chargers in 05. No one signed him. He stayed with the Chargers, played on the tag for one year. Following year, got signs hurt. with the Saints. Philip Rivers, ha-ha. Right, I signs with it. New Orleans. Right. So only two quarterbacks have received the non-exclusive tag, and both guys didn't jump. There wasn't a team willing to give up the two number ones, so yeah, Lamar, it's very different, though, with Lamar. I agree. I agree, because you're talking about a guy who's already won the MVP. Uh, but again, you know, Baltimore might be saying, we think you're worth the $1. thirty we offered you. Go out there and do better, and then we'll consider it. He will do better. Which is, there's no doubt if he'll If Deshaun do Watson, because think about Deshaun Watson. He was essentially a free agent because the Browns let him negotiate with a bunch of teams, right? And then he picked the deal he wanted. That team agreed to the package with Houston. Goodbye. Lamar gets to talk to every team in the NFL now. Yep. And we're going to see. Is there a team willing to give him two hundred million dollars guaranteed? And if I had to guess on this, I'd lean towards yes because everybody's, most teams are desperate for a quarterback. Yeah. So, and here's what becomes very interesting: the one team just came immediately to mind outside of Washington, which you just mentioned earlier, right? And Miami can't do it till after the draft, so take them off the table because they don't have a first round draft pick this year. As Mike Florio told us offline uh, yesterday. Uh, they'd have to wait till after the draft to get involved in it, which theoretically could happen. But there's a team that just jumped up in my head. Go ahead. Which I think Baltimore would say yes to. And by the way, before you give me the team, go there's on. been independent revo- independent reporting over the last few hours on teams that are not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. So three teams. Well, don't tell me because wa- I'm, I'm going to give you a team. I think you tell me for there the Three teams, at least according really? to some local reporters who follow those teams, have ruled these three teams out. But go ahead. So this makes sense to me because of where their first-round draft pick is this year. Mm-hmm. And the fact that their owners said they're going to be very aggressive. How about the Colts? The Colts have said, we want to go to number one. Yeah. Right? They pick fourth, right? Yeah, they pick high up, man. Right? Now, if you're Baltimore, you're like, eh, he's worth a lot more than two number ones. But if you get the fourth overall pick, meaning mm. you're getting one of the quarterbacks coming out this year... And another first-round pick next year? That would be intriguing to me. So intriguing enough for the Ravens to say, let's take that deal. Let's let them go. Think about the number ones we're getting. We're we're getting a top five pick. We're getting a number four pick overall in a quarterback-heavy draft. Four guys are going to go in the top 15 most likely, right? Uh, And we're going to get the uh, first-round draft pick next year. I would be on the phone with it. I, well, I would. I mean, Lamar would have to be. But I'm sure, I, I guarantee the Colts kicked that tire. I think they will. I mean, look, the Colts have been going after. Like that, right? Well, and also the Colts have brought in veteran quarterbacks year after year after year. I right. mean, since they lost Andrew Luck, take a look at the kind of roulette of veteran quarterbacks they brought in. Now, Lamar's a lot younger than some of the fossils they brought in. Sure. Like Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers. But, yeah, I mean, I think. Now, it's would the, Washington do it knowing Daniel Snyder's on his way out and the new owner eventually is yeah, going to come in? Yeah, Sam Howell's their starting quarterback. I agree with you on that, right? I agree. They, so, brought, they brought Eric Biennemi to run their offense. There are three, <laughs> right? There are three teams that have been quote-unquote ruled out based guess. on some local The Chicago reporting. Bears. Well, the Chicago Bears? Yeah. <sighs> they were never ruled in. Well, I don't know who's uh, <laughs> you ruled. <ruling> teams <laughs> out. they, they, they Okay, the Kansas City Chiefs have been ruled out. I'm not going to start saying teams. I don't know. (laughs) No, I mean, three teams that have been linked to Uh, Lamar. Three teams have been linked to Lamar? Three teams we've speculated about, and based on some reporting from local areas, they're out. I'll give you the names if you want. They're out. Would you—let me see if I can guess. Uh, Three prominent teams. San Francisco. No, San Francisco's not in. You sure? Now they might want to uh, be in. Look, they could be in, but they also still have Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Houston Texans. No! Damn it. Can you name I'm, teams that I'm are not rumored? not done. Okay, teams that are rumored. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Thank you. So Diana Rossini of ESPN Make says it. the Falcons look. are out. They are not in on Lamar Jackson. I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Well, you don't believe Diana? She's I... a very good reporter. Okay. Um, What
0: does that mean? Well, you
1: know. You win some, you lose some. Uh, (laughs) Let me think. All right, that's one team that's Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so according to uh, Joseph Pearson, who covers the Carolina Panthers for the Athletic, who Uh. I trust, I mean, I trust the Athletic. I don't know Joseph Pearson. Panthers are out. Not expected to pursue Lamar Jackson. Why would the Panthers be out? It doesn't make any sense. Because they want to draft a young quarterback. Where do they draft? Uh, Nine, I think. So they got a shot at Richardson, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or they could trade off. Levi, Levis, whatever. Is it Levis? Will Levis, yeah. Levis, the kid from Kentucky? Yeah. Uh, so they're out. They want to draft a quarterback as opposed to giving up two. Think about it. Carolina would, have, off the top, have to give up a top 10 pick? When they could draft a For quarterback Lamar who makes. Lamar Jackson. Okay. I don't want to rip Lamar, but the last two years he hasn't been healthy. I I'm know. sorry. Uh, is there another team? Yes, there's one other team. AFC, NFC. AFC. AFC. Well, the Dolphins are out. We know that. Yep. They can't bid on them. New England? No. The Las Vegas Raiders. Boy, the Raiders, I don't get them because if the Jets get Rodgers, the Raiders ain't got nobody. The Raiders are drafting seventh. They're drafting So they're, they're probably going to get Levis. Because Stroud's gone, Listen. Young's gone, and we have to Richardson's uh, demo at okay. uh, the combine. Here's, he's gone. Here's what you're forgetting yeah. the Chicago Bears are going to trade the first overall pick. Oh. It could be to Vegas, it could
0: be to Carolina, it
1: could be to Indianapolis, it could be to a lot of different oh. teams. So I wouldn't make assumptions that, all right, who could they get at seven? The point is. There's a lot of teams picking in the top 10 who are going to say to themselves, why don't we just draft a kid? It's going to cost us a lot less money-wise, and we don't have to give up any picks. So if we are if we believe the reporting and say Carolina's out, Atlanta's out, Vegas is out, who's in? Who's going after Lamar Jackson? New England, Washington, the Jets if they don't get Aaron. I, by the way, yes, and I agree with that. Despite all the concerns, and it'll be a debate maybe for another day, if they fail on Rodgers, which they won't, because he ain't going back to Green Bay. He's gonna be a jet, whether you like it or not. Then yeah, I think you absolutely take a look at Lamar. Yeah, yeah, I mean you'd be stupid not to, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is gonna cost you just as much. How about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. I don't know. Yeah, they I mean don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback there. I mean, they're they're dropping dudes like flies right now in Tampa. And you know what that means. It's gonna be another year.
0: Coach proves he can't head coach. <laughs> <laughs> but this year it's like no
1: fault of his own. They're going to be a bad football team, man. Bad, bad team.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?